Hello everyone, this is this is Indo-American news. news radio and and promote thanks for thanks and for nudging me in La La Land. I'm in La La Land. <laughs> I've been lalad. Jawar is so used to controlling the boards that when I did it the last hour now I he's totally lost. I'm he's lost. having the second year itch. The second year itch? Second year itch. Oh, I thought but, second uh, childhood. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> no. Wait a minute. Don't tell people where I'm itching. <laughs> no, he's forgetting the things he learned over the last two years. Well, no. folks, you're listening to Indo American News Radio if you're confused. And, you <laughs> it's know, still Indo American News Radio. <laughs> <laughs> we are all itching to get on the air at this point. Yeah. Um, we had a serious discussion the last hour about COVID. Well, this is right. Sanchali. I'm Pramod. And I'm Jawahar, the forgetful one today. Uh, I actually didn't forget to go to see the Memorial Park Land Bridge preview today. Ah, it yes. was beautiful. The it tunnels was really, are open, right? The, tunnel, the tunnels will be open for traffic oh, okay. March 1. I see. But uh, right now, they... Uh, what is this? Tell us about it. I don't know anything about it. It's Memorial Park uh, has... Uh, the Memorial Park Conservancy has a $205 million budget to redo the park and recreate the Grand Prairie that the park used to be before it became a urban park. Yeah, so we had some folks on uh, Shelley our show. Arnold, yes. she'll yeah. be on in a couple of weeks to talk about this latest edition. The last one was the, it was called the Eastern... Eastern Glades that had opened and uh, it's a nice area and it includes a, a, a walking area and a lake uh, and a memorial to... Uh, Camp Logan um, that used to be in that area yeah yeah it's it's kind of like a moment of Zen right, right like exactly. Channel 11 does moment of Zen but now this put new uh, uh, improvement to the park if you've been going through Memorial Drive you would have noticed there's these two uh, semicircular tubes yes. which form tunnels going east and west on eastbound and westbound lanes and the eastbound lane is going to be opened up March the 1st. Oh, okay. So th the first one is the uh, 450 um, uh, feet long, separated by a 300-foot uh, 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 empty space, and then another 300-foot long tunnel. So the and idea... And over it is a land bridge, correct? Correct. They're, they're covering the tunnels with, with, with dirt and soil to create a prairie again. And the area where there is no... Uh, tunnel underneath there is a culvert that's five feet tall mm -hmm. to allow the water that will go from one side of the park to the other side and slowly slope towards buffalo bayou oh, on okay. the south and the people can use the land bridge to go across i think correct yeah. they can they can so it'll be really nice once it's finished uh, but the grass and the vegetation will have to grow that'll take probably a couple of years right but, uh, yeah, I, I was there this morning, even though it was very, very cold. Cold, yeah. So how are you all enjoying the cold weather? Uh, I'm glad it's almost over. <laughs> before yesterday, did you all see the ice that formed? I was coming out of work around 7-ish, and there mm -hmm. was ice on my side view mirror. Yeah, my yeah. It's, it's a good thing that um, too many people did not get uh, uh, you know, lost without power, although some, yeah, some, some uh, did in, in Texas Galveston. City and Lamarck. And Lamarck. Oh, really? But yeah, that was not ERCOT. Oh, we that also was 70,000 people. We lost power, I think, on Thursday? 
for quite a few hours in Telford. Oh, really? Yes. Right. Yes. Well, but this was from not from ERCOT. It was Texas, New Mexico. Uh, but uh, yeah, Pramod is going to tell us all about that when he does the news. Yeah. Certainly. And Sanchali, are you going to be ready to do the lineup? Well, not quite yet. So you all can talk about something else well, in the meantime. So the other thing that uh, we need to point out is that um, we have a number of uh, people who are going to be running for office. The early voting starts February the 14th. And uh, the primary votes are being on March the 1st. Yes, exactly. Right. Okay. So there's a number of candidates, Indian candidates, well, minority candidates, really. And we, we're going to have one of them on our show today, promote. Yes. Yeah. Ramesh Kumar. Ramesh Kumar. Cherry Ramesh, Ramesh, if you're listening, that's Ramesh Kumar Cherry Virala. <laughs> Ramesh Cherry Virala. Why not? I thought it was Ramesh Kumar Cherry Virala. Well, never mind. We'll ask him when he comes on. Well, uh, as you already know, we already had our unplugged session. Hope you all enjoyed it. I know many of you called. Thank you. And our lineup for today, um, you're listening to American News Radio on 98.7 FM or on the Masala Radio app. And by Monday, you can hear the recorded show on podcast uploaded on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public and Breaker. Please do subscribe to our free podcast channel and click to listen. At 4.20, we will have, uh, just like you all heard, uh, we'll have uh, Ramesh Cheriverala, he, uh, the newly created during redistricting uh, Texas House District 76 has garnered a majority of minority candidates from both parties. And in the Republican primary, Ramesh Cherivirala will face off against Dan Matthews and Moit Mike Khan, a first run for state office for all three. Cherivirala is a financial advisor who has been involved in community organizations and philanthropy for over 30 years. He will be explaining to, to us what led him to run for office. Um, uh, again, one of our favorites, Judge Michael Newman, he will be back again at 4.50 today. He is the presiding judge of Harris County Probate Court Number 2. As an attorney and judge, he has handled over 5,000 contested hearings, represented thousands of clients, and has conducted over 110 trials. He is currently running for re-election. He was on our show very recently on January 15th, but we realized there were so many probate, more probate issues to discuss that we asked him to be back again with us today. The 216 feet tall Rama Nujacharya statue located near Hyderabad International Airport was formally inaugurated by Indian Prime Minister Modi earlier today. The family of Dr. Ravi Thamarisa has been involved in the building of the statue from conception. So he will be with us at 5.20 p.m. They have also been the founding force behind the Ashtalakshmi te Temple in Houston, as well as keen supporters of other cultural and religious organizations. Uh, Dr. Thamarisa will be joining us and he will be describing how the Statue of Equality was built. Also, stay tuned in for news roundup, views, sports and movie reviews. To be featured on our show or to advertise, please contact us at 713-789-6397 or at indoamericannews at yahoo.com. And here's Pramod with the news roundup. Yes. Live from Indo-American News Radio, this is Pramod Kulkarni with the latest news from Houston, the United States, India and around the world. As we just covered in the Unplugged segment, the United States has just passed a milestone of 900,000 COVID deaths, according to the New York Times. While the daily 
COVID infections are dropping as fast as they've risen in recent weeks, the death toll remains more than 2,600 each day. On Friday, the daily infection stood at 317,764, a 14-day reduction of 56%. The daily death toll was 2,619, an increase of 21%. In view of the reduction in the daily infections and the absence of a rapidly rising variant, some countries are toning down their COVID mandates. In India, the police will stop finding drivers for not wearing a mask if the driver is alone in the car. And Spain has scrapped the mandatory requirements for outdoor masks. In India, Prime Minister Modi made an in-person visit to Hyderabad to inaugurate the 216-foot-tall Statue of Equality. Made of five metal alloys, the statue commemorates the 11th-century Bhakti saint Sri Ramanujacharya, who preached the idea of equality in all aspects of living. In other news from India, Lata Mangeshkar, the nightingale of the nation, is on a ventilator. Her doctors in Mumbai have said that the 92-year-old singer is tolerating aggressive procedures uh, quite well at this moment. She had tested positive for COVID and was also diagnosed with pneumonia. Here in the United States, the Republican Party is going through some political infighting at this time. On Friday, the Republican National Committee, which is aligned with former President Trump, declared the violent January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol to be a normal political discourse and censored Representatives Lynn Cheney and Adam Kinzinger for voting to impeach Trump. Later that day, uh, Vice President Mike Pence directly rebutted Trump's false claim that Pence could have overturned the results of the 2020 election. Pence suggested that the Republicans should put the 2020 election behind them and focus on the 2022 midterm elections and the 2024 presidential election. Here in Texas, we have managed to survive the first deep freeze of the winter. However, 70,000 people in Texas City and Lamarck had to survive Friday night without electricity. And three homeless people lost their lives on the streets of Houston. Interestingly, today is Vasant Panchami according to the Hindu calendar, which heralds the start of the spring season. In sports news, a spectacular opening ceremony took place Friday night in Beijing for the start of the 2022 Winter Olympics. Chinese President uh, Xi Jinping uh, spoke at the ceremony and Russian President Vladimir Putin took a break from raising tensions against Ukraine and Europe to be in attendance. Already, Norway has won two goals with one each for Slovenia, China and the Netherlands. In a thrilling match this afternoon, India's under-19 team won its fifth World Cup by beating England by four wickets with 14 balls remaining. India's task was made easier by the bowling attack of Raj Bhava and Ravi Kumar and a pair of 50s from Sheikh Rashid and Nishant Sandhu. The Super Bowl is set to take place next Sunday between the Cincinnati Bengals and the LA Rams. Fans of quarterback Tom Brady who has just retired as the game's greatest quarterback, 
these fans will have to root for either Cincinnati's Joe Burrow or LA's Matthew Stafford. Finally this afternoon, BJP leader Amrita Fadnavis, who is the wife of former Chief Minister Devendra Fadnavis, has made an interesting claim about the rush hour traffic in Mumbai. Mrs. Fadnavis claims that due to traffic jams, precisely 3% of marriages in Mumbai are failing. <laughs> she wants the Shiv Sena government to fix potholes and streamline the traffic flow such that commuters could spend more time at home with their families. That's all the news for now. More news, views, discussions, and music as we continue with the Indo-American News Talk Show. Okay, Pramod, please explain the correlation between traffic jams and relationships. <laughs> <laughs> it's entirely I this woman's creation. <laughs> and she came up with an exact 3% figure. <laughs> that must be the amount of time that the, that the husband has spent with her and that oh, she doesn't spend anymore. 3%. <laughs> that is amazing, yep. Uh, so we're uh, something that uh, we we need to focus in on, folks, is that we want you to go visit our podcasts uh, online. You can go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts to to go and and hear us. Yeah, uh, another thing we should mention is uh, uh, we mourn the pos- passing of Bechardas Tucker. He was the owner of East West International. He passed away last week, and uh, we appreciate all the things he had done for Houston. He was uh, uh, an important uh, person in the creation of Little India along Hillcroft. And, uh, he was fondly called Papaji. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, that was a terrible loss, and you know, two. Uh, I think just a little over two years ago, his wife Maji, who was fondly known as Maji, and was at the Sai Baba Temple on Hillcroft most of the time, uh, she passed away. So her th- her second anniversary, I guess, or oh, maybe is it the third anniversary? Is going to be next month. So we've lost two very charismatic people from that uh, part of uh, the city, from the the. The, the fabric, the tapestry of ours. Yeah, and the people who founded uh, Little India on Hillcroft. The pioneers in that. So um, we'll be back. As I was saying, we, we need to ask you to go and visit our podcasts because the more you visit them, the more visibility we will have. Every single show that you're hearing right now is on these podcasts. So you go to Apple, Google, or Breaker, or public, uh, Spotify, you can hear us. And I would really encourage you to go and share these podcasts with other people. Because if you care about the strength that our community has as we build growing stronger, uh, then we will uh, need to, to express that worldwide. And Jawar, what's good about this podcast is they're on demand. So you can go and uh, listen to our show at any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you miss the um, Saturday show, you can catch it uh, anytime during the following week. Right. So this is uh, Indo-American News, folks. We will be back after these messages. So don't go away. And we'll be right back with our first guest, Ramesh Chari Virala, who's waiting right now.
थैंक यू इंडो अमेरिकन न्यूज रेडियो इंडिया न्यूज यूएस न्यूज वर्ल्ड न्यूज मूवी रिव्यूज एंड लोकल कम्युनिटी राउंड अप एवरी सैटरडे फोर टू सिक्स पी एम ऑन मसाला नाइनटी एट पॉइंट सेवन एफ एम आई आई एम जवाहर Being good at life means preparing for a strong financial future for either business or family. New York Life can help you. Call Devendu Singh, your local agent and financial service professional at 812-272-2911 for life insurance, retirement planning, college education funding, estate planning, business solution or investment strategies. He will guide you and educate you. Call him 812-272-2911 or visit dsingnyl.com and set appointment to get free education and guidance receive your financial picture and more divyendu singh is licensed agent with new york life company and a registered representative of new york life security llc member finra and sipc a licensed insurance agency and new york life company 3200 southwest freeway suite 1900 houston willy nanayakara and associates our hometown full service immigration law firm for over 3 decades mr george willy unfailingly engages us in stimulating discussions about various topics political social or current headlines every thursday my family thoroughly enjoys listening to his informed yet impartial views with his very own patented sense of humor and wit george willy immigration attorney live every thursday Stay at 9:30 a.m. on Masala Radio 98.7 FM. Indo-American News Radio. India News. U.S. News. World News. Movie reviews and local community roundup every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanjali, <coughs> and I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. And right in the background, clearing his throat is our very first guest and a good friend of mine, uh, Ramesh Sherivarala. Hi, Ramesh. Hey, Jawarji, how are you, I'm man? Fa- the advertisement is uh, exciting, and you know, uh, <laughs> pumping up. <laughs> pumping <Really> up. Great. <laughs> Rame- Welcome to our show. Thank you for joining us, Ramesh. Oh, uh, this is Sanchali. Ramesh Sherivarala, how are you? Good, Thank good, you. Good, good. Thank you. Yes. Uh, This is Pramod. Uh, Pramod uh, welcome Pramod to our Ji. show. Wow, every every one of you guys there. Yeah, we we stalwarts of the community is there. Oh. <laughs> Thank you so much for saying that Ramesh. Uh for those who don't know Ramesh Sherry Virala because we are reaching we're beaming out with our signal to about 40,000 people. And Ramesh Sherry Virala is someone who's been very very active in the community for Oh, I'd say over twenty-five, thirty years, he has been a a in the insurance business as a financial advisor, and he has uh, made a lot of friends during the process of okay. his of of his being with the community involved with the India Community. I'm sorry, India Culture Center, and many many other communities, uh, Indo American uh, Charity Foundation, to name those two. Uh, there are many more, and Ramesh has a passion which I love about that. Mm-hmm. That whether whether you like him or not, whether you don't, ag- whether you whether you agree with him or not, is immaterial. The fact is that he's very passionate about what he goes. Every after. political meeting, I've seen him. 
Uh, yeah, and, and and many many times he and I will choose to disagree, but at least that doesn't mean that I that we're not friends. So right now he's doing something that I'm very proud of. He's running for, for office for the office district seventy six district uh, the seven, house seat the newly redistricted uh, seat the newly created seat because of redistricting right and he's in the Republican primary right, yes and he has two other uh, rivals. Uh, Moid Khan and uh, uh, Alec, is it Matthew? I forgot his first name. Uh, but he you don't need to, you can forget. No problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good strategy, <laughs> right? But but bo- all three of them are first time uh, uh, runners for this for state office. Uh, Ramesh has actually run for trustee Sport Bend Independent School District uh, some time ago. And eight years ago, eight years ago, right? And now he he suddenly took a the 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 challenge up and said, "I'm going to try to do this for my community." So we love it to yeah, have very commendable, right? We 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 want to support you for Thank to you. to make it to the next round. Right now, the primary is March the first, right? And the early voting starts February fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Fourteenth, yeah. Valentine's right. Day. Don't forget. Yeah, uh, Ramesh. What are the challenges in the district, and how do you propose to uh, help uh, people who are living uh, in the district? Yeah, that's a good question. I was in fact not saying anything <laughs> because you covered most of it. <laughs> I don't think I really need to say. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm glad uh, Jawaharji and uh, everybody. You know, uh, uh, we definitely uh, agree that you know disagree on a lot of uh, issues, but we will have a cordial uh, discussion uh, on a lot of topics. Uh, you and I, and uh, the same thing with. Uh, uh, same thing with uh, Ramesh Anand and I. You know, Ramesh Anand and I, we don't agree on a lot of things, but we agree that we don't agree. Mm-hmm. And then we are friends. We all meet each other, you know. So right. the friendship is uh, different than the policies, right? Yes, that's so, true. Yeah, thank you for saying and thank you for, you know, I was talking to the uh, one of the ladies in very uh, notable and uh, uh, well-known uh, female in the community and she's a Republican and I asked, I asked her to put a yard sign in front of her house and she says she will put it there but next day she called me Ramesh please don't put any sign in front of my house we have a very emotional Democrats next to my home uh, okay. uh, <laughs> usually it's the other way around I mean, how, how should that matter it should just like you said people can agree to disagree neighbors their friends we so. all can disagree each other but we don't need to uh, fight with each other and political right, exactly. issues is something that you can still be divided on and still be friends you know yeah, yeah exactly right yeah. yeah so when when it comes to the friendship and when it comes to the you know our uh, culture when it comes to uh, our own ideology you know uh, we all probably agree on most of the stuff right but well we one thing one thing to remember ramesh is that uh, and for our listeners to also note that on the democrat side there's all minorities running also. Not all of them are Asian. But this is the first opportunity, it seems like, that we will probably have, uh, you have 80% chance of having an Asian being elected to go into the state 
legislature. This yes, from yes. from this particularly newly created district, we, and we already have a couple. We have uh, um, uh, we have uh, we had Martha Wong to start off with a long time ago, but then we long have long time ago, yeah, right. But we have a Vietnamese rep and we have a Chinese one. Yeah, Jean Wu. Jean Wu. We, have a, we yeah. have a Korean too, half Korean, Jesse Jatan. Oh, okay. okay, okay. So we have, yeah, uh, uh, this is a good representation from our district and a good representation in the Texas House. Yeah. Uh, Ramesh, it's tell us uh, what exactly is Texas House District 76, because I don't know in what district I am, because I was trying to look that up myself, and I live in oh. Telfair. Oh, you live in Telfair, uh, Sanjali if you are living in Telfair, uh, you are out of my district. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Telfair, Telfair and uh, Riverstone. I couldn't even figure it out. I googled and I, I, I didn't put my uh, address, you know, but well, I put let me like, tell my you, neighbor's address, but I still couldn't figure it out. Let me you tell know. you what the district is. Highway 6 and Dulles Avenue in Sugarland, Sugar Creek, Sugar Lakes, North Sugarland, including Sugar Mill, Covington Woods, Barrington Place, Town West, Meadows Place. Mission Bend, Grand Mission, Lake Mont, and Aliana. Oh, so okay. this is where we are. The studio is yeah, in it's District part 76. Of the district. Okay, yeah. you, All right. you covered. You covered everything. Yeah, I, I think I should not. I don't need to open my mouth. <laughs> 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 yeah, and there is a there's a part of the um, new territory is there uh, across the 99. Little okay. bit of new territory is also there. But not all of it, just touch and go. Uh, we have uh, um, Aliana, 100% Aliana is there. And uh, one square mile of uh, entire city of Meadows is there. Uh huh. Yeah. And a portion of and a portion of Stafford is there. It's a north belt of the Fort Bend County. Well, Ramesh, so, you just came back from block walking. Yes. I was yeah, tell us your walking. strategy. How can we help you get elected? Yeah, we just we just knocking on the doors. We have uh, every weekend we have ten fifteen people coming out, and then we are knocking on the doors, and we are making calls. Since morning it was kind of uh, uh, chilly, so we have been making calls since morning. So I thought uh, some sun showed up, so I said let me get out and then knock on some doors. So how's, how's it going? Doors. How is the knocking block walking going? Oh man, it is great. Everybody is receiving very well, and they are looking forward to getting me elected onto the uh, state representative. Because you know, I have credentials. I have been in the community for the past thirty years. Uh, I just, I just did not uh, drop out of the sky to run for the election. So I have been serving the community for so long, as you said, uh, for the past twenty-five years. Uh, I started my community service back in. Uh, uh, 1997 started with the South Asian Chamber of Commerce. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's uh, true. And then from there, uh, I, in fact, I served on the 80-20 pack with uh, Dr. Martha Wang. Uh -huh. I see. Okay. And okay. For a couple of years, and also I served on Apaha. And, uh, now, now this yeah. this this particular position pays seven thousand seven hundred twenty-two dollars a year. So that I think you may have a correct number. <laughs> I was thinking like seven thousand two hundred. <laughs> but 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 certainly uh, certainly all the state reps and legislators they have their own jobs, own businesses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's a position yeah, of yeah. influence rather than a a monetary yeah. value. 
So, so what are right. the different agendas that you're working on? What will you be doing to serve the community? Yeah, it, it's a yeah. The Jawar said it's a seven thousand uh, dollars per year job. It's a part-time job. It's nothing but a community service uh, taking to the next level. So the city, what we are, my platform is basically uh, securing the borders to make sure we don't have uh, uh, criminals or. Uh, uh, drugs are coming to the coming to the border so we want to make sure communities are safe and then but here in district 76 there's no border yeah yeah but this <laughs> this district doesn't have a border that's not the not the border of the 76 i'm talking about i'm talking about the texas border see the people are coming from texas they are they don't uh, uh, choose to go into one district they will go into the entire state of texas well, I, I think what Sanjali was trying to uh, dive into was, uh, what would you do for District 76? Oh, District yeah. 76, especially. Yeah, one of the things we are talking about, we are talking about is uh, uh, reducing the property taxes. Yeah, that would be that helpful. That would be very good, yeah. Yeah, probably. You know, I was talking to a lot of senior citizens in uh, uh, District 76. I think they all live, most of them all live in Aliana. I had at least two or three different meetings uh, with them, what their concerns are. So their major concern is property taxes, and especially the school tax. Why are we paying the school tax? Uh, my children and all, everybody is grown up, and my kids are not in the, not in the schools. And we are living on a, a fixed income. Right. And our property values went up so high, uh, thanks to exodus from uh, California and New York. People are coming into pouring into Texas. Uh, I think oh, like 1,000 people coming into Texas with one-way U-Haul. So, what uh, would the strategy be to reduce uh, taxes? Yeah, maybe you know there may be a lot of strategies. One of them is uh, uh, maybe cap the cap the. Uh, value of the property in terms of the property taxes when they are calculating the property taxes uh, that's one thing and second thing is maybe we can uh, uh, look at the age of the uh, age of the uh, owners and their age of the house uh, since how long they are living and uh, if the person is 65 and older maybe we can reduce we can reduce the property taxes uh, in in such a way that you know um, school taxes Ramesh, there's already the a homestead exemption. exemption. We have a caller. Yeah. Maybe increase the exemption to reduce yeah. the property tax. Yeah, that's possible. Ramesh, that's we have a caller on the line. Okay. They, want, they want to make a comment. Hold on one second. Sure. sure, sure, sure. So, caller, please go ahead. With the kind of English you are talking, how can you shine in the House of Representatives? Tell me. I'm no, sorry? No, no. Okay, I, I think we let's let's not let's get personal a, here. Let's, yeah, civil discourse. So thank you, caller. Sir, Good just time. just wow. try just try to be more civil about. Do you have a comment to make that's policy related? No, that's the only comment. How can you go and talk in the state house? Be respectful, it's sir. We just request you be respectful. All right. Yeah. Thank, thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. This is a I've been... English. This okay. is a nation who speaks in English, okay? All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. Oh, okay. Well, um, so... Yeah, let me... Let that me, was let not me very friendly. Yeah. yeah. So, we have been living... I've been living in the country for 30 years. And for the caller, probably you need to go and let you, uh, check my website. 
I have a PhD in organic chemistry, and I've been in the financial industry for the past 20 years. Well, you know, one thing I, I want to respond to that caller, with all due respect, actually, and to everyone. Uh, I, you know, a long time ago, I used to have, I used to make fun of people the same sort of way because I couldn't understand them, whether Vietnamese or Chinese or Cambodian or Nigerian. But now that we have a very, very diverse population in this part of Texas, to me, the new norm is diverse uh, accents. Yeah, and, and one should never forget that the U.S. is a country of immigrants. Everyone who lives in this country has immigrated from some other country at some point. It's just that some have come more recently and some have come earlier. You, you, so you cannot ignore the fact that we will have different accents. You right, know? exactly. And actually having different accents adds to the richness of the tapestry exactly. of the people that we are. Um, the other day I was on the phone, uh, I was on the plane coming back from Washington, D.C., uh, Ramesh, uh, not to steal your thunder, but just responding to the caller. Uh, the the air, um, air, air stewardess is not the right word anymore, right? Air hostess. Air hostess. Yeah. Or stewardess. Yeah, she she got on the on the mic and she was g telling us about the rules about putting your seatbelt on, your, your don't lean your seat, et cetera, et cetera. And she was a Vietnamese woman with a heavy, heavy yes, accent. I and I thought to myself, at that point, I thought, Mm, part of me says I can't understand you, but the other part of me tells me, well, this is America. This is what America is becoming. Exactly. So I have to get used to this. Right. So true, true. anyway, we were yeah. talking about uh, uh, property yeah, taxes. Property, yeah, property taxes is one of them. You know, uh, Jawahar, I got so many endorsements from so many different people. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, the current state rep, uh, J.C. Jitan, mm -hmm. uh, is endorsed. Uh, Commissioner Andy Myers, who has been a commissioner for the past 25 years. Right. And also, I have an endorsement from uh, former Fort Bend County GOP Chair Mike Gibson mm -hmm. and Mayor Alan Owen. I can go on with a lot of uh, endorsements that we have uh, received. They did not just give the endorsement to me. I spent more than hours, two hours talking to them and asking me questions and grilling me and finding out whether I would be the right candidate for the job. So they all think I'm the right candidate. Uh, probably, I don't know, the caller did not understand me well, or maybe he's driving in a different way or whatever. But I know English, sir. I can, I can speak. Right. No, no. Let's let's move on to something else, Ramesh, that I wanted to point out to people before we go to a commercial break. And we're going to have you for another 10 minutes after the commercial break because uh, we haven't covered everything. But one thing I wanted to point out to people is that what Ramesh knows really well is finances. He's a, he's a PhD, by the way, uh, not necessarily in finance, but in, a, in, a, in another field. Organic chemistry. Organic chemistry. But... But he has a brilliant mind, and he does understand finances. He knows how to to balance the budget or figure out how things go one way or the other. And uh, what we want to make sure is that we, we leave, uh, when he gets in the office, that it's balanced, it, that you balance your, between the needs of those who are Democrats and those who are Republicans. Right, Ramesh? Yes, sir. That's, that's, that's a true fact. Right. So... Uh, so we will be going to a uh, a caller. Yes, he wants to come. Okay. Hold, okay. Hold, uh, well, we have 
a caller, please go ahead. But you only have like 30 seconds before we go to commercial break. Good afternoon. Break. I, I want to be as fast as possible. Um, I wanted to just make a couple of things uh, very, very clear. Um, regarding the last caller that made that comment, it was very, very immature. But, you know, just to answer a couple of things, he also brought up a very good point. First of all, I wanted to say one thing. If he has a problem with his accent, I think he said that what type of English are we speaking? I think oh, hold on, hold on. Great. Hold on. We'll be back after the commercial. Don't go away. I'll be back after the commercial break. News Radio. India News. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. मैं अधूरा नहीं पूरा हूं पत्थर नहीं जो टूट जाऊं मुझे कमजोर ना समझना मैं महाराजा का हीरा हूं एक झलक में चमक जाऊं महाराजा ज्वेलर्स ट्रेडिशन ऑफ स्ट्रेंथ स्ट्रेंथ ऑफ प्योरिटी हैप्पी वैलेंटाइन्स डे फ्रॉम महाराजा ज्वेलर्स सच्चे प्यार का सच्चा तोहफा महाराजा ज्वेलर्स 5821 हिलक्रॉफ्ट ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ Sweets. Come relax in our indoor pool or host your event in our ballroom. Perfect for weddings, receptions and sangeet. State of the art ballrooms. In-house South Asian and continental cuisines. Outside catering is allowed. Two locations, Energy Corridor and KT. To see our hotel or for ballroom bookings call Anam Shabir 8323916259. Embassy Suites raising the bar. Looking for fresh homemade spices? Chandrika Masala is the place. Chandrika Masala retail outlet at factory location 13220 Morphy Road. Chandrika Masala 100% homemade spices, attas and chutneys. 713-789-3088. chandrikamasala.com 713-789-3088. वो बरसों पुराना स्वाद यहाँ कहाँ बरसों पुराना स्वाद अरे भुजिया का उसके लिए एरे गहरे नहीं भुजिया के एक्सपर्ट्स चाहिए बिकानो इधर लाओ इधर लाओ तुम कह रहे थे वो स्वाद कहाँ भुजिया मतलब बिकानो जो बनती है बरसों पुरानी खास ओरिजिनल रेसिपी और बेस्ट क्वालिटी के इंग्रेडिएंट्स से हमसे बेहतर भुजिया को जाने कौन बरसों ऐसी बिकानो डिस्ट्रीब्यूटेड बाई सुपीरियर ट्रेडिंग डालस एंड अवेलेबल इन ऑल लीडिंग स्टोर ऑफ टेक्सिस Indo American News Radio India News US News World News Movie Reviews and Local Community Roundup every Saturday 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM Hi I'm Jawahar I'm Sanchali and I'm Pramod Indo American News Radio Okay folks we're back again with both of uh, Ramesh Chaudhary and our caller uh, please go ahead caller you were talking about accents Okay, so I will start off in a very positive note. Um, I am. I would be proud for someone who would be representing me in the House of Representatives in that accent because guess what? That's exactly what our accent is. Right. So there's nothing wrong with that accent. <laughs> yeah. And, and 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 secondly, if he has a problem with the accent, he shouldn't because you know why? Maybe it'll help him understand better in that accent because he spoke exactly in that accent. Right. So why is he not ashamed of his accent? But you know what? I'm not going to talk about him. Maybe you know he'll learn. from other experiences better but what my point is saying i bet you anything you know none no other nationality ever uh, uh uh you know degrade their own people according to their accent i've never seen a vietnamese chinese nigerian people change their accent so they can blend in 
Right. There's, it, it does not matter. I don't have an accent because I was brought here when I was young. But guess what? Every now and then when I speak, it kicks in every now and then. But I'm not embarrassed by it. Yeah, that's yeah. That's who I am. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. And that, that's a very mature thing. I, your voice sounds very familiar to me. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> maybe we sat somewhere, uh, had a nice talk with a couple of drinks. Maybe that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then my, then my accent changes, buddy. <laughs> I just become a real down home cowboy. <laughs> yeah. not, not, only, not only changing the accent, you can you can be uh, very oratory too. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in. And you can you can speak multiple languages too. Thank you, caller, for calling in. That's right, because that's what diversity is. That's the beautification of our uh, our oneness. Because Americans don't have this that we do. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, actually, think about it for a minute. I mean, I'm not making a racist statement here, but everyone has an accent, right? Exactly. Right. And and even oh, those people, right even those people who've been here for for centuries, a lot of the people, the black community, have a, a very nice accent. I like the way that they talk. Yeah. Of course, everybody has an accent because that's how you know we don't differ just by size and the and the shape and the height and the color. We also differentiate how we speak. Right. And and actually, I would be tickled pink to see all those white guys in the Texas legislature talk to Ramesh. And Ramesh coming back, talking the way Ramesh does. <laughs> I would like to see that happen. That interaction. That, that, that's going to happen, man. You know what? Looks and like the bottom line is going to happen. Yeah. If, if, if a white person or a black person or a Hispanic person does not have a problem listening to Mr. Ramesh in that accent, and he has no problem understanding him, we should not either. No, no, right. we don't. Thank yeah, so thank you so much for calling in. Ramesh, you just got one vote. Ramesh, my, ro- my vote is for you. Hey, there you go. There you go. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, Ramesh. So yeah. we got you one vote. Yeah, back to the discussion. <laughs> now, now you've got about four or five minutes to go and tell us the rest of yeah. your platform. Yeah, the platform we were talking about, the you know safe communities, uh, the way we can uh, bring the safety to the community is, uh, uh, you know, basically we need to enforce the laws of the government created so many laws, Congress created so many laws, immigration laws to make sure people come in the right way through the doors that uh, legally, even somebody wants to come here without any visa, they go to the proper channel, get here uh, officially, and people, we need to know who is coming inside. That's one of the things we want to make sure it happens. And then we fund the police, refund the police, not defund the police, adequately fund the police to make sure even even if there is a criminal coming inside to be taken care of immediately. Right? Right. And we want to make sure the drugs and human trafficking stay out of our communities. So right. that's about the you know providing safe communities. And the second, we talked about lowering the property taxes. Right. Uh, it could be increasing the uh, homestead or maybe eliminating the school taxes for the uh, senior citizens. Yeah. Or we can reduce the expenses to the state spends on maintenance and uh, operations. So we can take out some portions of it and give a relief to the uh, property owners. The property values are been going up and up due to the migration from other cities and also the property values as such going up because of the material cost. Right. 
So we want to make sure the property taxes are capped at some point. And the third important thing is my passionate. I'm passionate about is uh, the education system. Uh, you know, I I ran for a school board back in 2014 because I'm passionate about the school system. The footprint ISD was trying to uh, get rid of the academies and all that. Right. Thereby lowering the standards of education, we want to make sure the standards of education stays the same. Uh, you know, uh, just like one size does not fit all, so we want to make sure uh, provide the resources to the teachers and the school system, uh, and also give enough priority to the parents to participate in their child's education. Right. Well, Ramesh, uh, curriculum. Yeah, go ahead. right. No, we we're almost out of time. I wanted to point out to everyone before we do run out of time that uh, we've been talking to Ramesh Sharivirala, who is running for Texas District Seventy Six. Uh, he deserves your vote for many, many reasons, uh, and primarily because why he's the, probably the best choice to for this particular position. So uh, we will be uh, going on to our next guest very shortly, Ramesh. But we appreciate your your being with us and and sharing all these things with us. Thank you very much, Jawahar. And we have a lot of movement in the uh, community, and community is coming pouring into uh, helping me with uh, the money and also um, manpower. They come out and knocking on the door. They, I haven't seen any community members coming out in this big way to help any political uh, candidate before. Thank you so much, Ramesh. All the best. Good luck to you. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so we're going to go on to our next guest. Um, um, our, our One of our favorite guests, uh, Judge... Yeah, this is Michael uh, Newman. Michael Newman's uh, second time with us. And Judge Michael Newman is the presiding judge of Harris County Probate Court Number 2. He has been the judge since January 2019. Prior to his election, Judge Newman was an experienced trial attorney in the area of will contests, business disputes, common law marriage disputes, contested guardianship cases, elder abuse and financial exploitation suits, and the defense of personal injury cases. Judge Newman has over 41 years of legal and trial experience as an attorney and judge. He has handled over 5,000 contested hearings, represented thousands of clients, and has conducted over 110 trials. Judge Newman received his JD from the University of Houston Law Center in 1980, where he served as an associate editor of the Houston Law Review. He received a BBA in management with honors from the University of Texas at Austin in 1977, and he is a frequent speaker at, for the Houston Bar Association, as well as, as other bar associations, civic groups, and churches. Welcome, Judge Newman, to our show. Thank you for having me back. It's great to be back here. Right. It just, it just seems like yesterday you were here, Michael. It does. It does. Yeah, you were here on the 15th, I think, 15th of January. That's correct. And we were so impressed that and we, we wanted you back. Plus, there were so many things that were still left out there that we hadn't touched on. 
So, uh, by the way, how's the electioning going on? It's going well. Uh, I've got a lot of supporters out there. Uh, quite a few members of the bar supporting me, which is always very nice. So it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun meeting people. Right. Well, one thing I wanted to know, you are from the county probate court number two. How many probate courts are there? We have four probate courts, statutory probate courts in Harris County. There are 17 statewide. 17 statewide. Correct. So why... Why so many? Yeah. Well, uh, there's a lot of work in those courts. Uh, people, uh, unfortunately, pass away. Uh, people sometimes need guardianships, and it's a very, very busy court. We have over 10,000 pending cases right now. Wow, that's quite a backlog. 10,000? How do you catch up? Well, we work every day. I work about 12 hours a day, plus uh, that's at the courthouse, and then I work both preparing for hearings uh, at home, and that's how I keep, I keep up. I work about 60 hours a week. No well, way. <laughs> I hope you get compensated for that. Well, I do get some money. That's true. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> but so there are four probate courts in Harris County. Correct. And how many in Fort Bend County? Uh, I don't believe there are any just yet in Fort Bend statutory probate courts. So if you die in this region, you go to the nearest probate court? Not necessarily. Um, you, the county courts oftentimes serve as, as probate. We've had cases uh, when I was a lawyer in other courts that did not have a probate court. The reason behind the probate court is a specialized court. And uh, so the, the counties that have more, a greater population have these probate, statutory probate courts. They're called statutory because they're a creature of statute. Uh, there is a push in some of the popular, uh, more populous counties, such as Fort Bend, to have uh, a statutory probate court, and hopefully you might get one soon. Well, so th does that mean that if I die within the boundaries of uh, court probate court number two, that that's where the probate would go? Not necessarily. It really depends on where you live at the time you pass away. So if you live in Fort Bend County, chances are you would be in, in the county in Fort Bend, where your probate would be handled. Harris County, although it's a large county, our jurisdiction is limited to residents of Harris County. Okay. Yeah, so and what will happen is, um, you know, the docket will assign a uh, probate uh, case to one of the judges in well, Fort Bend County, right? Well, typically you'll file it in the county. So a lawyer will typically file a probate application that's a probate probate a will in the county where the person passed away. Right. If somehow it comes into one of our courts by mistake, yeah. uh, we will usually transfer it to, an, to the county where the jurisdiction is proper. Right. And they'll assign it to one of the judges. Correct. Right? Yeah. When cases get filed in Harris County, uh, they are randomly assigned uh, to each of the probate courts. Oh, okay. Okay, great. Right. So that's, um, hmm. So that is essentially... If you, where you live, you essentially that means you are covered by a court that you, that eventually, if that's where you die. Well, it's it's not necessarily where you die; it's where you're domiciled. Okay, so, so it has to be your residence, essentially. Yeah, right. yeah, I see. Uh, Judge Newman, uh, you know, since you handle probates, uh, we might as well get into that. You know, the importance of planning for assistance as we age. Correct. So one of the things that I talk to people about is planning for uh, incapacity. Unfortunately, if you don't do any advanced planning, it's kind of like taking a road trip without a road map. You may get to your destination, but along the way, you might run out of gas, you might get lost. And so the purpose of really planning for incapacity is so your wishes can be carried out. Right. One of the things I've suggested to clients 
and to uh, people in just the general public when I go to talk is the um, appropriateness of having like powers of attorney. Oftentimes people are afraid to trust uh, others to take care of their financial or their health needs. And so it's a twofold process. One is to make sure your documents are in place. Mm -hmm. So when you need them, if you need them, uh, they're available. And also to make sure that you select somebody that's trustworthy uh, to handle your affairs. And so we spend a lot of time explaining to folks why there's a benefit to having your documents prepared, mm -hmm. preferably by an attorney. I know folks don't always like to hire lawyers, but it's very easy, even though we have statutory forms, it's very easy to make a mistake or there's also an issue if someone comes to you and says, hey, sign this power of attorney, and maybe it's the person you really want, uh, but if it's not the person you really want, there are no witnesses typically. Uh -huh. um, and so you get these other issues, is the power of attorney valid? Right. And also, uh, and if you want to ask a question along the way, I have a tendency to keep talking. That's one of well, my charms. One of the basic questions is, I, uh, the, one of the documents that you mentioned, should be the will, correct? Absolutely. It's it's very good to have a will. Uh, again, people are oftentimes reluctant to think about mortality, um, but it's always, always very good to have a will because that way you decide what happens to your property when you die. If you don't, then the state of Texas has their own uh, format for you. And you may decide, for example, that you want to have your property divided up um, differently than what would be available for you. Plus, if you don't have a will, then it's a more complicated process. You have to go through an airship because the courts don't know who your family is unless you put it in a will. Okay. So, um, when you a couple of questions here. First, you talked about having a valid power of attorney. Correct. Valid. Uh, uh, describe valid. What do you mean? So, it has to meet substantially the form. Uh, there's a statutory durable power form form in the uh, Texas Estates Code. It's under 752-001 of the code. It doesn't have to be exactly like that, but it has to be in substantial compliance. It also has to be properly completed, and then it has to be uh, notarized, and uh, by, you have to sign it as the principal has to be notarized. So it has to meet the, those basic um, minimal requirements. The problem is if you do your own document and you're not aware of what the requirements are, you may fall short. Additionally, like I said before, people challenge documents all the time in court. And you might think, well, that's not that big a deal. You know, I know what I wanted. But if you don't have the ability to testify because of senility or dementia, the court may not know. So the two important things I tell people are this. One, make sure your documents are accurate. Don't try to be an expert in somebody else's field. We have a tendency to do that. I can't host a radio show because why? I don't know the first thing about doing that. Right. <laughs> Hopefully I'm a heavy well, well, neither, neither do we. Well, maybe that's a bad analogy. <laughs> yes. But so you know, the, the reality is with the internet, we think we can read something and oh. instantaneously a doctor or a judge or a radio announcer. Right. And and that's unfortunate. It might give you some background information to know what questions to ask. So uh, a, a an attorney that does wills can also do a power of attorney. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's money well spent. So um, would you advise people, even young people, to have a will and power of attorney? Absolutely. So unfortunately, what I see on the bench every day is the unexpected death. Somebody passes away um, in a car wreck. Somebody passes away, they have a heart attack. And we've had numerous, <laughs> numerous situations. They're very tragic 
where people in their 20s die suddenly. Right. And it's tough enough for parents to deal with the death of a loved one or a child you never expect to bury, bury your own children. But if they don't have the planning in place, uh, then it makes it more chaotic and more difficult during a very tragic time. But they have to be of age. Correct. 18. You have to be at least 18 years of age to do a will. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael, what happens when uh, you haven't really uh, selected a trustworthy agent and you haven't planned properly and uh, you die? Well, so, like me, for instance, I haven't done any planning. Or you're I, leaving everything to us. So if I us. die, my, uh, the the state takes all my belongings. No, my the property. state doesn't take your belongings. Um, no, but he's covered that before. You're talking yeah. about the trustworthiness of the the power of person. Correct. Well, uh, what people don't oftentimes understand is, or don't think about, is so I've got a friend named Joe. And Joe's a good old guy, but he's never been good with money. He can't make good decisions, but I like Joe. So th- Joe is not the person to put in charge of your bank account, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with children sometimes. You have children, you think, well, if I give them some responsibility now, they'll do better. Well, you know, the reality is, if you're not responsible with your life, or running your own affairs, if you're always um, overdrawn at the bank, that's not the person to put in charge of your affairs. Because mm-hmm. uh, then you end up with chaos. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing that can happen, unfortunately, if you don't have any paperwork. Because oftentimes we have people coming into court, they don't know what the holdings are. Hold on. We just crossed over our limit here. So I'm sorry. We have to go to a commercial break. Uh, we will be back right after this. The best Pakistani and Indian fusion in Houston. This is Sheriyar. This is Kolachi Ki Kahani. It's big! Exclusive Furniture's big event and it's finally here with the biggest savings throughout the store. 20% off plus save the sales tax. Living room and dining room, 20% off plus save the tax. Bedroom, rugs and accessories, 20% off plus save the sales tax. Plus beautiful room packages starting at $12.99 with the free TV. It's big! This is the big event only at Exclusive Furniture where low prices live! See store for details. Indo-American News Radio India News US News World News Movie Reviews And Local Community Roundup Every Saturday 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM Hi, I'm Jawahar I'm Sanchali And I'm Pramod Indo-American News Radio Sorry for that rather abrupt break right there, but we were caught up with uh, Michael Newman, Judge Michael Newman, uh, uh, and talking about him, talking to him about uh, all sorts of things uh, regarding probate that we just got so engrossed and we we forgot that we had to do a commercial break, station ID. That's true. Michael was talking about um, trustworthiness of an agent and the importance of selecting a proper agent. Correct. So uh, when you have an agent, an agent is a fiduciary, and a fiduciary relationship is a confidential relationship. It's pretty much the same type of relationship you have with a lawyer or a doctor. And so uh, sometimes folks don't realize that the agent has to do certain things. They have certain duties. One of their duties is to act in good faith. Another duty is they can't go beyond what the power of attorney allows them to do. Mm-hmm. A power of attorney, you can have a lot of different things in there, and you can also have them do things that aren't all-inclusive. So you can have people manage real estate um, investments. You can have people handle uh, financial accounts. 
You can have people do a whole assortment, run a business, or you can limit the powers. But the main thing is you want the agent to act loyally for the principal's interest only. He has to avoid or she has to avoid conflicts. When you sign off as an agent, you have to disclose the fact that you are an agent for the principal. You're not acting on your own. Another thing, people are sometimes they're very, very good at making decisions, but they're mm-hmm. not so good about keeping records. And we have a lot of cases in our court that lawsuits are filed by family members against an agent who has not kept records and then um. can't produce them. And so maybe they've done the right thing, but guess what? If they don't have the records, the court cannot determine if they have done the right thing, and there's always a presumption of unfairness unless the agent can keep good records. So if you have somebody that maybe does a good job of investing but has poor paperwork, that, again, may not be the person you want to be in charge of your affairs because the one thing you don't want to have happen, you don't want your agent to get sued. And here's why. If an agent gets sued, he is able to oftentimes use your money to defend himself. Exactly. And you don't like that too much. So you you should also ask whoever you have in mind whether they want to be an agent. Oh, absolutely. You shouldn't just uh, decide one day, okay, I'm going to make Jay my agent, and then Jay finds out down the road and um, decides, well, I don't want to do that. Right. Just had a caller on the line, and his question was when one moves from one state to the other, the state laws are different. So they vary. So what happens in that case? So like in Texas, I can tell you this. If the uh, statute, if we have the statute and the statute or or the power of attorney um, in a different state comports with our state, we'll give it credit. Um, But I would suggest that if you move to another state, go see a lawyer. Make sure that there isn't a substantial difference Mm. uh, between the different laws. So again, it's always good to make sure that your paperwork, if you move, is also valid in the state you move to. Well, that, that's a good point. Yes, because people move quite a bit these days, and uh, the records need to be um, transported somehow. Well, ab- absolutely. And, and the other thing, too, is as we age, so do our agents. Right. And so do our uh, beneficiaries. And if they pass away, <laughs> then you need to name somebody else. You should always have more than one. But uh, to Jay's point, you need to let people know, and they need to understand what the responsibilities are, and maybe they choose not to do that. And if they choose not to do that, that's a good thing to know. Right, exactly. And so they should know um, what the responsibilities they're undertaking can be. And I think you brought up uh, a good point that the will and the other documents need to be updated from time to time. Well, they do. They should at least be reviewed every few years, and mm-hmm. then you can decide if an update is necessary. You Correct. Know, maybe things change uh, with your family, and um, so it's always good to do that. The other thing I did want to bring up, both in powers of attorneys and in wills, you have the right in a power of attorney, for example, to decide who you don't want to be your agent. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's important because the court's going to give preference to that. So if you decide, for example, that you have a family member, you love him to death or love her to death, but a person's not appropriate to do record keeping or take care of somebody else's affairs, you can have them uh, disqualified. And they may not like it, but again, it's your choice to decide who's going to take care of your affairs. And this is while you're alive. You know, uh, oftentimes as we get older, we can't uh, manage our bank accounts. We can't take care of our bills. And you need somebody who's responsible to do that and, and to make sure that when they're taking care of your bills, they're also not taking care of theirs with your money. 
Right. And that's the reason to disqualify certain people who might think, well, you know what? Dad doesn't care. He's got a lot of money. I can pay off my car. I can pay <laughs> off my restaurant bills, whatever, my visa card. Yeah, yeah. So it's important to make sure you have somebody that essentially doesn't need your money to live. Correct. So it's quite a complicated situation, and we should all you know, consider uh, what happens to us um, uh, either in a sudden death or uh, as we age and uh, go into retirement. Well, um, um, respond. you can respond to that. Sure. Well, I think it's always a good idea to plan ahead. You know, we mm-hmm. have people that don't like to face their fears, and no one likes to face the fact that we may get into a bad accident, may not be able to make decisions also uh, health-wise. Uh, so it's really a matter of planning ahead. I mean, it's like, it's like anything else. You can decide to go on a nice vacation, plan everything, or you can just you know, go by the seat of your pants and maybe get it on a, a flight, maybe get a hotel room. But you know what? It's not as much fun going to the Bahamas if you have to live on the beach and no hotel. Right. So this is kind of the idea of making your wishes known, even if it's something that you choose or do not want to think about. And we don't want to think about getting older. We don't want to think about getting sick. And we certainly don't want to think about passing away. But the whole idea is if you've worked hard during your life, you want your money to be spent on family, primarily, maybe some friends. And as much as I love lawyers, and trust me, I love lawyers, most <laughs> most of the clients I've had and most of the people that appear in court uh, don't want to make the lawyer the primary beneficiary of their estate. Right. Okay. So let me, uh, let me just point out to everyone here, we're talking to Judge Michael Newman. He's the Harris County Probate Court Number 2 judge. And he's sharing with us some of the pitfalls of ill planning in the event that you uh, do that and what, what happens kick with... The yeah, suddenly kick the bucket. <laughs> well, and even if you don't kick the bucket, if you but, just have a few holes in the bucket and can't make decisions. Right, that, true. And he is running for re-election. So if you think that he's qualified from what he's telling us, and he certainly seems to be, then uh, you should uh, consider him for your vote for Harris County. It's the primary is March the 1st. Do you have an opponent? I do have an opponent, so I'm going to need every vote I can get. The early voting starts February the 14th, mm-hmm. and um, like I said, this is my 42nd year practicing law, and uh, probate court, too, is a trial court. We have contested hearings and trials essentially, well, contested hearings almost every day of the week. Since I took the bench, we've expanded our contested dockets from uh, one to four, We've increased our trials by a factor of five. We had over 1,000 contested hearings last year alone. And frankly, you just can't learn this stuff on the bench. And as I tell people, I know a thing or two because I've done a thing or two. That sounds like a commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe it's one of your sponsors. Yeah. Yeah. And your slogan is experience matters. And I think it does certainly a matter. Well, I think it's one of those kind of things where, again, everyone thinks they could be an expert in somebody else's business. But really, just having a law degree and a minimal amount of uh, experience isn't enough. You need a lot of time on the uh, practicing law to make the decisions that come before you on a very regular basis. They're, they're, we have cases every day of the week. And one of the things I'm proud of is that yet, I have not yet been reversed on appeal. Of course, now having said that on Monday, there may be one. <laughs> yes. um, but I try to get it right the first time. That's yeah. another one of my mottos, because if a judge makes an incorrect decision, 
uh, it impact it impacts adversely someone's life. Oh yes. And then I've had cases as a lawyer where we had to file an appeal because a judge made the wrong decision, didn't know the law, wasn't prepared, uh, didn't apply the law to the facts. And by the time the case got over, my client had either passed away or had gotten to the point where you know their memory so bad they didn't really know the outcome. Uh, so, uh, uh, Michael, I want to ask something else. Sure. What is the difference between a, having someone as your your uh, power of attorney, your um, your executor of your will, and a guardianship? All right, that's a great question. So, an agent under a power of attorney uh, is your fiduciary during your lifetime. The power of attorney ends that relationship. Uh, principal agent uh, agent. Uh, ends either upon the principal's revocation of the power of attorney or upon the principal's death. Uh-huh. An executor is somebody who takes over after you die. Right. Same type of responsibilities, uh, fiduciary, uh, all the duties of fair dealing, loyalty, uh, having to account and maintain good records. A guardian is the same type of person as, as an agent, as a fiduciary, and a guardian is what happens sometimes if you don't have the paperwork to have like powers of attorney. So a guardian will essentially act as your agent under court supervision, and that's important to know because court supervision typically means anything a guardian is going to do for that person is gonna have to be court approved. So for example, the difference between a agent uh, under a power of attorney, that person can act independent of court. So if that person wants to pay bills, well they have, they can write the checks and pay your bills. If you have a guardian that wants to pay the bills, guess what? They have to get court approval for that or get it ratified. Wasn't so, Britney Spears' dad a guardian? He, it was a conservatorship in, in California, correct. And, that, of course, that California is totally different than Texas. We have a very streamlined process in Texas for a lot of things, including a state administration and guardianship. But where it gets real expensive is if people are fighting you, if there's a contest. Um, but the reality is, even in a non-contested guardianship, if you have to file the paperwork, get court approval, you can't act immediately sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so we have a guardianship docket every week. And again, typically, it's the result of not being ready in advance. I mean, sometimes you, you have no choice. We have cases, unfortunately, where children are born with certain um, uh, uh, disabilities or mental uh, problems. And... Um, you can't do a guard. They can't sign powers of attorney. Okay. And so when they age out of the system, when they become 18, they have to have a guardianship. Well, that's a different situation. Where I'm, what I'm talking about are uh, situations where people, as they age and they haven't planned ahead, or they, they, they know it could happen, but they just don't want to take the time or make the effort. They don't want to think about it, so they don't plan ahead. And, mm-hmm. and if you can stay out of court, as much as I love being a judge, and having people come to court. Usually if you come to court, what does that typically mean? It means there's a problem. And it oftentimes can be an expensive problem depending on what the problem really is. Mm -hmm. So if you can do things without court assistance, now probating a will, that's not that big a deal as long as the will is proper and there's no other process around. Um, You can't just probate the will without going to court. But you wanna try to avoid court uh, intervention if and when you can, and some of these things you can actually do. Yeah, uh, Judge Newman, I think uh, talking to you uh, makes me realize that uh, 
uh, the state of Texas and other states have set up a very good system to take care of their citizens through this probate system. Well, they have, but you have to do your part, though. Right. You, exactly. If you rely totally on the statutes and don't have your paperwork, whether it's a power of attorney, whether it's a directive to physicians, some people, you know, don't, don't want to have a, don't want to be resuscitated if they're in a bad way. But there's this paperwork for that as well. Right. That's Medical what. Powder well, it's not just that. It's a, what we call the do not resuscitate order. Oh, okay. Some people, if you lose, you know, oxygen to your brain, you could be resuscitated, but you may not be the same person you were before. Oh, okay. And so a lot of the reasons I suggest that people go see an attorney who knows this area, this probate oh, and estate planning area, is so you get some information. And then the planning part, if you have someone who's there to guide you, who has done this hundreds and thousands of times, it takes the mystery out of it. Mm -hmm. And also it's more of, of um, trying not to worry, but it's also so you don't have your family members worry. You know, yeah. if we if we worried about everything, we'd never go into our car. We'd never drive because we'd be afraid of an accident. Yeah, that's, uh, you know. Let me ask you a couple of really uh, pointed uh, questions here. First of all, if you have, once you draw up your will or your power of attorney, do you need to disclose? And let's say you choose your son or your daughter as the agent or the executor. Do you need to disclose that to them? Well, if, if, if you are um, deciding to have someone act as your fiduciary, my suggestion is yes. They need to know. Cause they need do they need to know the contents of your will? They don't need to know that, but it doesn't hurt if, if, you're, if you have a comfortable relationship. And frankly, if, if you're going to have someone be your um, executor, you should feel very uh, comfortable and you should trust them with what you have because... When you have an executor, oftentimes we find in court, they have no clue what mom or dad had. Yeah, the, uh, the role of the executor is to carry out your wishes, so it's important for you to relay your wishes to the executor. But if they know way ahead of time what the will is, they may decide to kill you overnight. <laughs> well, then that's probably not the person you want to name as your executor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a different issue altogether. Right. So, And then finally, when you go there to, to drop the will or the power of attorney, they need to be there to sign? You need to be there to sign. They don't need to. They don't sign, correct, correct. And it's probably better that they not be with you because oftentimes what happens is if someone's challenging either a will or a power of attorney, they would say, well, Jay took mom or dad to do it, and Jay, because he's such a smooth talker, being a radio host, <laughs> convinced them to do something they would not have otherwise right. done. And yeah. that's the other yeah. reason for having a lawyer, because lawyers typically make pretty good witnesses, oh, okay. and so there's their staff, and they could say, no, Jay would never have done that. Yes, he's a smooth-talking radio host, but this is what <laughs> Jay's dad really wanted. Yeah. I see. Okay. Well, those, that's a really pointed thing. So um, there are several good attorneys uh, that uh, we know of, I know of. If you're looking for someone to help you draw up a will, just give us a call at 713-789-6397. That's Indo American News, and we can set you in the right direction. Um, uh, Judge Newman, uh, Michael, it's been a pleasure having you back with us. You always have a fountain of knowledge. Well, I appreciate being here. You guys are very nice and ladies, very nice. You make me feel very comfortable here. Um, you probably don't realize this, but being on the air, I always wonder how I look. <laughs> You're so You're vain. Always, always <laughs> dapper in your suit. And, and also, folks, just remember, for those of you living in Harris County, um, Michael Newman is running for probate court number two for re-election. So if you like what you've heard, 
be sure to vote for him. Uh, he does. He is a Democrat. So, the, but that doesn't play any role in this thing, right? Well, it well it does, in the, to the extent that I'm on the Democratic ticket. So you 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 can vote for me regardless of your political uh, persuasion. You just have to vote for me in the Democratic primary to get into the general election, like last time. I have to win the primary. Okay. So I'm encouraging everyone who can hear the my voice and lives in Harris County to vote early and often. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. That's my motto, too. That's not a good advice from a judge. <laughs> thank you, Michael. Thank you so much. Enjoy having you with us. Thank yeah, you for having me back. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you so you. much. Yeah. Thank you. Take care. And, and with and that, we're going to be going into a commercial break very shortly. Yes. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, please call us at the studio number, which is 281-277-6874. And if you would like to advertise, uh, please contact Jawar Malhotra. Um, at, at, that's at 713-962-5555. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Prabhon. Indo-American News Radio. वो बरसों पुराना स्वाद यहाँ कहाँ बरसों पुराना स्वाद अरे भुजिया का उसके लिए एरे गैरे नहीं भुजिया के एक्सपर्ट्स चाहिए बिकानो इधर लाओ इधर लाओ तुम कह रहे थे वो स्वाद कहाँ भुजिया मतलब बिकानो जो बनती है बरसों पुरानी खास ओरिजिनल रेसिपी और बेस्ट क्वालिटी के इंग्रेडिएंट्स से हमसे बेहतर भुजिया को जाने कौन बरसों से बिकानो डिस्ट्रीब्यूटेड बाय सुपीरियर ट्रेडिंग डालर्स एंड अवेलेबल इन ऑल लीडिंग स्टोर्स ऑफ टेक्सस Indo American News Radio India News US News World News Movie Reviews and Local Community Roundup every Saturday 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM Hi I'm Jawahar I'm Sanchali and I'm Prabhon Indo American News Radio Yeah and we are back now we have with us our next guest who has brought in a couple of other people with him uh Dr. Ravi Tamarisa and we are very delighted to have him with us um we uh promote do you have yes. Ravi's introduction Yes uh, Dr. Tamarisa he came to Houston in 1974 as a resident in anesthesiology at Baylor College of Medicine and worked at St. Luke's Hospital at the Texas Medical Center since 1977 until he retired just recently in January 2019 and uh, Dr. Uh, Ravi Tamarisa has taken active part in community activities in the Telugu C- Cultural Association the Meenakshi Temple Hindu Worship Society Ashtalakshmi Temple and others and was actually uh, actively rather involved in the organization of these places of culture and worship so dr tamarisa welcome to our uh, show and uh, uh, i think you are here for a particularly important uh, uh, project that you just finished yeah well and and along with it uh, just to interrupt that line of thought you brought with you uh, a couple of the gentlemen please introduce them yes <coughs> one of them is pavan achuta Can you introduce yourself Pavan ji? Sure. Yeah, my name is Pavan Achuta. I am an IT uh, professional uh, and I have been uh, with Ashtakmi Temple from the temple opening and I am currently playing the treasurer role for Swami ji. And Dr. Ranga Kandala is uh, Dr. Chari's son-in-law 
And Dr. Chari is the founder of the Asalakshmi Temple. Um, and, and Dr. Chari is also your brother. Dr. Chari is also my younger brother. <laughs> that is true. And uh, please introduce yourself, Dr. Rangaji. Uh, thank you. Honored to be here. Uh, I'm Ranga Kandala, and uh, I'm an internist by profession. And uh, I've been very fortunate to be part of the Ashtalakshmi Temple group and uh, currently playing the role of the Joint Secretary of the Temple. Wonderful. It's great to have the three of you with us on uh, this chilly day. Is it getting colder outside? Yes, it, it is. I <laughs> noticed that you now have jackets, and I just came in with a sweater, so I'm wondering <laughs> <laughs> what it's going to be like when I get back. Uh, it's a proud day for you, for you in particular, and of course all of India, because the Statue of Equality was just inaugurated by Prime Minister Narendra Modi. In, in outside, it's located outside of Hyderabad. Yes. Would you like to talk about that a little bit? It's uh, it's it's like 216 feet tall. Correct. So, and and your you were personally involved. You and your brother and and probably other people here were personally involved in getting this statue built. Yes. So uh, tell us more, Ravi. Absolutely. Uh, this project start was conceived by uh, our Acharya Sri Chinaji or Swamiji uh, in uh, 2013 or so, I believe. And the thousandth birthday of Ramanuja happened in 17, 2017. Um, and what happened then was he was thinking that he should do something that is memorable for Ramanuja at the times when we have all these divisions again coming up in several communities. So Ramanuja united the entire community in India in uh, 1017, right? Yeah, and uh, he preached uh, equality and, uh, and uh, all that. Uh, that is why it is called Samatha Murti. Everybody is equal. Uh, whether you belong to a lower caste, upper caste, or whatever. So Swamiji said, we should do something memorable for the 1000th birthday. So he conceived the idea and presented it to his uh, devotees all over the world, including United States. And this project was brought up in Dallas to the community uh, of GR Educational Trust members. So um, the location was given to Swamiji, 45 acres of the area, which is close to the airport, was given to Swamiji by somebody that is a devotee of Swamiji. Oh, how about that? Yeah, and that is why it is located in that neighborhood, because uh, Swamiji lives there, he has his ashram there, mm -hmm. he has a Vedic school, mm -hmm. he has a homeopathic uh, hospital there, mm -hmm. he likes homeopathic medicine. Mm -hmm. because his family was involved in it, and I, I've known the family for a long time. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so that is why it's located there, and it's easy for them to take care of this uh, uh, statue as well. Okay, so you were inspired to take on the statue project uh, by direction from the Swamiji? Or? Absolutely, from huh? Swamiji's direction. Everything happens by Swamiji's direction. I see. Uh, uh, tell us about the statue. You know, it's supposed to have uh, five uh, metal alloys. Yeah. And uh, give us uh, the dimensions and uh, who actually designed the sculpture. Can one of you take over? Sure. <laughs> yeah, um, the design was done by Stapati. So he's one of our um, Swamiji's ashrama sculpture. Right? Oh, okay. So uh, while the statue itself was made in um, China, 
and brought to India in various pieces and was assembled here. But the coming to the salient features, if you look at the way that whole statue is designed, is everything when you add the numbers, it comes to nine. Ah. Okay. Ah. And I'll tell you some of the things that we can observe. The height of the statue of equality is 216 feet. Right. A total of nine. And the Ramanuja statue, the top one, which is the Panchaloham one, is 108 feet. Okay. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Bhadravedi, the pitam, the, the pedestal, right? So that's a 54 feet high. Uh-huh. And the Padma pitam, where the Ramanuja is sitting, is 27 feet high. Uh-huh. And the meticulous details are that it has, um, what say, the 36, um, what say, the, the 54 lows, uh, ro- uh, lotus petals. Uh-huh. That also is a total of nine. And it is built on top of uh, 36 elephants and 18 sankhas and 18 chakras. Together is 36 feet. Uh-huh. And in addition, it also has a Hanuman entrance, Dwaram. Uh-huh. Uh, that's a Hanuman mandapam. It's a 45 feet height with a Hanuman deity of 18 feet high. And Garuda entrance, which is a 45 feet height, and also a deity of 18 feet high. Yeah, what's the significance of multiples of nine? Yeah, so there are two significances, right? The nine is called as avikara number. It mm-hmm. doesn't have any vikaras. Oh, and okay. the other reason is that uh, Ramanujya Swami wrote nine scriptures. Ah. So they are called as Vedartha Sangraha, Sri Bhashya, Gita Bhashya, Vedanta Deepa, Vedanta Sara, Saranagati Gadya, Sri Ranga Gadya, Sri Vaikunta Gadya, and Nitya Granta. And all are given as an essence of the Vedas and Ithyasas, so that common people can gain knowledge. I see. How fascinating. Yeah, and uh, if you're somewhere in Hyderabad, can you uh, see the statue from anywhere? I guess you can see the statue as you're flying in. That's it's correct. By that, the airport. That's also true. That was publicized today about the statue being visible when you're flying into the Shamshabad Airport, Rajiv uh-huh. Gandhi International Airport in Hyderabad, that you could see the statue as you as you land in the air, oh, airport. Okay. Yeah. That's that should be a very fascinating sight. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures of you know Narendra Modi's inaugurating, and I'm seeing that it's over. Towering the you know skyscrapers in Hyderabad, That's so correct. it's it's huge, humongous. Fact, it, yeah. This is the tallest statue, this isn't it? The second yeah. tallest statue that is sitting in the sitting posture. Oh, oh okay. I see. The first one seems to be uh, uh, it's a Buddhist uh, statue. Buddhist Bud- statue Buddha in statue. China. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think. And I think the uh, but this also is very large is uh, Vallabhai Patel's yeah. statue. Yeah, it's a standing. So, but it's a standing it's a statue. statue. Yeah, it's it a standing statue. So they made sure we know that. This but is I thought this was statue. taller than Vallabhai Patel's statue. No, no. No, no, no. no, no. This is a sitting statue, and uh, the second S- tallest. Sardar Patel Jesus, I think, standing. Taller, but, sure. yes, but obviously okay. standing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's beautiful. Yeah. And then inside, I understand that on the lower level. There is a hundred and four no ton solid gold statue inside. Dr. Ranga, can no, you no, no. address the, that the, part? So, so in the Bhadravedi, the the pedestal part of the statue, there are hundred and eight mini temples. Mm-hmm. Now, ah. each one of these temples is modeled after what we call as a divya desham. Mm-hmm. So, there are these uh, alvars who were the saints, the poets, uh, who sang and visited very very. Uh, popular temples uh, more than 1,000 years ago. And these temples became the 
the Divya Deshams or the most important sacred temples uh, in the Vaishnava tradition. Oh. So there are miniature versions of each one of these temples, you know, in in the base of the statue. Oh. Now there is uh, a golden Samatha Murti of 120 kilos. Ah, uh, 120 kilos. And that signifies the the lifespan of Bhagavat Ramanuja. He had lived for 120 years. Oh, uh, wow. If I may, I just want to elaborate on these 108 Divya Kshetras. When you go on a pilgrimage as a Hindu, when you get to that state of Vanaprasthasram, uh, uh, which is the final stage of life, uh, you go and visit all these kshetras to give you enlightenment. So 108 Divya Kshetras are important for Vaishnavas who believe in Vishnu as the Supreme God. And Shaiva temples also they exist. So people do make pilgrimage to these sites. And as an example, there is Kanchi, Badarinath, Ayodhya, Ahobilam, etc., etc. Instead of visiting all these 108 Divya Kshetras or super temples, it is possible to do all that in one shot at, at Ramanuja statue with 108 desas all around the, the, uh-huh. the statue. I see. And each area will have an audio system that Modiji was wearing. And you can go and understand the significance of each temple. So you put a headphones guided, in and then you're able to go. Yes, yeah. yes. You guide, can guide, visit guide all the one away on my eight temples. I see. So yeah. now uh, you were sitting here in Houston when all this uh, came together. Correct. The idea to do this. So how did you manage to to organize this? Was there a lot of financing involved to do this? Other groups that you had to involve? Yes. We like to make sure that Swamiji uh, has this idea that all the temples in India are probably privately funded. Mm-hmm. They are never government funded. And most of the time... Uh, you know, the support is also coming from the devotees. So Swamiji, when he came here, said, even if it is a dollar, even if it is just Shrama, that he wanted the people to be involved in the raising of the funds for the whole temple. And Swamiji has a big organization in Hyderabad. Uh-huh. He has very big organization where uh, people uh, will do anything for Swamiji when he desires something should be done. Uh-huh. So this was totally privately funded uh, from international devotees of Swamiji. But, and but in fact, uh, Swamiji clearly said, we don't want this project to be funded by a few rich people. We want this project to belong to everybody, everybody every in Indian that's there. What I was getting at is that, were you in the, uh, in the management of some of these groups to put the plans together to get everything organized? I was not in, in part of it, but Swamiji has big organization in every city in the United States. So all of them were involved in this. And uh, he uh, asked, uh, you know, people that he knows uh, are well off. Or I don't want to use the wrong words here. but Right. But yeah. now, were they mostly these groups, uh, when you said in the United States, so the, the United States was very instrumental, a key component in Abs- getting this done? Absolutely, because we are... We are a wealthy country, and <laughs> we, we, people that come here and lived here for the last 40 years are able to uh, yeah, you know, so spare the money, as so, you know. So I have three questions. So uh, yeah. how much did it cost for the whole total project? For uh, Did the government contribute, any of the government of India contribute at all? And how long did it take to complete the whole project? 
Yeah. That's What are your expectations of yeah. people visiting the campus to see the statue? Uh, have you built the in infrastructure to allow uh, hundreds or thousands of people to attend over a span of a year, for example? Um, we have not been there since yeah. the last two years of COVID that has right. been a problem for us to go visit India. But I, I have a feeling that Swamiji, when he does things, very meticulously handles it as you have seen and narendra modi ji's visit the inaugural and everything so far has been so immaculate yeah. it was done so well so i have no doubt that swami ji has thought about all this yes and people live there on the campus actually there are homes there people can stay there uh, and ranga ji please uh, yeah. plus you know the uh it's an experience to go there isn't it you know it's a, you, you have to think about it's it's spanning over a 45 acre place mm -hmm. uh it's not just the statue the statue obviously obviously is magnificent and it's it's truly uh, a sight to see mm -hmm. but besides that you know it's 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 a it's a uh, icon of education okay. you know it you learn so much about all the the uh, stories behind these uh, 108 temples uh, there is uh, A, you know a dancing fountain there are, there are these there is a library which is uh, serves as a repository a database of i mean thousands of year old scriptures which otherwise are you know phasing sure. away so i think it's it's more of an experience to go there much like you would go see say uh, the disney world or something right, like that you exactly. know it's it's it, it it is conceived and built to be a place to go to a place right. to go and enjoy oh, and now and i learn. wanted to add one more little thing that swamiji when he called us uh, he said that there will be 12 days of santarpana rice uh, food i mean food will be served for everybody irrespective of when they come 24/7 uh, for the entire duration of this function and it is expected to cost 1 crore rupees per day and that is that is how he is and he visits each agasala he visits each kitchen to make sure that the food is prepared to his satisfaction mm. this is not swami ji that will leave it to chance you know he is so meticulous that when he comes to houston he looks at every uh, aspect of what he, what goes on in the temple so he visits actually the kitchen oh wow yeah. he yeah. sounds that like a great manager he should be the prime minister of india <laughs> no he is <laughs> real quick let let me mention real quick uh the this listener just called in and and he said that the uh, mala 
a regular mala that uh, most uh, a lot of Hindus use. Japa it mala. it has 108 mantras yeah. in it, yeah. beads yeah. in it, and so he said uh, this transcends all types of sex. But uh, in Hinduism, that's a very important thing, and therefore this uh, he was just uh, commenting on how. Uh, marvelous that that was. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have enough time for you to respond to it. We're going to be going to uh, a commercial break in about uh, 40 seconds. But gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us and sharing all this uh, information. One very quick comment. Sir. Yeah, so to inaugurate, the the program that is being conducted is done with 1035, 1035 yaga salas and homas oh. are being done. Oh, it's not an easy one. And the way the ghee they are using is 140,000 cages of ghee that will be nice. used Whoa. for part of that. And the ghee was made specifically in the Shastriya way, traditional way, not by, you know, like a cold milk and things like that. And there is a specific way, a traditional way of making that ghee and it's made from the pure cows. Ah. And, well, and, and purely also for the purpose of Lok Kalyan in, in this whole pandemic era, you know, it's, it's, it's truly for, uh, Swamiji has even said that the, the purpose also is to, you know, in for the health. Pandemic, yeah. health. Well, hold on to that thought. I understand that we have some, mo some more to cover. We'll be back after these messages. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramon. Indo-American Indo News Radio. तेरी आंखें किसी हीरे से कम नहीं तेरा मुस्कुराना किसी हार से कम नहीं Happy Valentine's Day from Maharaja Jewelers सच्चे प्यार का सच्चा तोहफा Maharaja Jewelers 5821 Hillcroft Bringing diamonds to life Value is for big dreams and little ones. It's for your friends, your family, and your future. At Discount Power, we believe in the power of value. We know you do too. It's why our electricity plans are made to fit your budget and your life. We want to help you spend more time and money on what matters to you, because that's what matters to us. Discount Power, helping you save on electricity. Visit DiscountPowerTX.com and sign up today. PUCT number 10177. Watch the Z5 original Pavitra Rishta 2.0 Season 2 starring Ankita Lokhande and Shahid Sheikh. Now streaming exclusively on Z5 with 50% off on the annual pack. Subscribe now. Indo-American News Radio India News US News World News Movie Reviews And Local Community Roundup Every Saturday 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM Hi, I'm Jawahar I'm Sanchali And I'm Pramod Indo-American News Radio Well, folks, we're back again with uh, the, our three guests who are talking about the Statue of Equality, and they still had certain things that we wanted to, to clarify. So we're going to extend this by about five or ten minutes. And Sanchali, you had a, a couple of questions. Oh, one is uh, I had asked earlier, how long did the whole project take? And I know you've been through, you know, seen the through the several phases of construction getting. And the metal, you know, I'm a little curious about the panchadhatu. And it looks like it will never ever corrode or, you know, it won't uh, 
be affected by the elements. If I can address quickly, uh, it took seven years according to some of us that have known the project. It should have um, taken nine. It should have <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was going to be done in four years, but uh, you know, the Swamiji wanted to inaugurate the statue first and then do the desas, the, the sacred temples around it, uh, do it at a later time, but sure. he postponed the whole thing in order to finish the Devidesas as well okay. and complete the whole thing and then inaugurate it as a, as a piece. But some of us have seen it as it was coming up. I was there when the statue was placed on top of the pedestal, but I, in the last two years, um, for various health reasons, being a physician myself, and uh, I didn't travel anywhere. So sure. Rangaji may be able to add a few more things. About the metal that yeah. she yeah. added. Panchadhatu, I think uh, the, uh, the concept again was to make it uh, so uh, hardy that it should last at least for another 500 to 1,000 years mm -hmm. is, is what, what the, uh, the metallurgy uh, experts had told us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a gold, silver, copper, brass, and iron. Wow. Okay. And it could only be done in China? It's not because it can only be done in the China, but coming to the Swamiji, again, he's very specific in how things need to be done. Uh -huh. And uh, again, as part of the general awareness and the bidding project, Swamiji invited lots of companies with a professional uh, professional reviewing so that whatever is built, like we talked about, lasts for generations to generations to come. Right. And that's the company that was selected as part of uh, the vetting oh, process. Okay. Don't, uh, we, don't we get everything from China now? <laughs> so this, this is part of our life now. Well, one... Uh, I have one final question for you about how, who is going to be managing this site? Well, this Swamiji uh, has, has a team there. He lives right there on the campus, right. unless so he's he traveling. To, he has total control, oh, even he, though the government has uh, has contributed some amount of money. No, I don't, no, no, government has not contributed any at money all. to not our at all? knowledge. No, I, I don't think so. I so think it is not not up. not under the control of the government no. at all. No. So. No. Most of the temples in India were were built by devotees only. I don't right. think that government ever gave any money, including Tirupati Temple. But I think they did uh, contribute to the rebuilding of the Somnath Temple, but that's an exceptional case. Yes. And and also they do a lot of security for Vaishnu Devi. Yeah, you know. So you all can also yeah. touch a little upon the um, local um, Ashtalakshmi Temple that you all represent. Shivanji, please. Are you Ranga? So, Sri Ashtalakshmi Temple is founded uh, along the same sampradayam, the traditions of what Sri Swamiji, uh, for, you know, has taught us. So he is the uh, he is the teacher for the temple. He's the acharya for the temple, and the temple runs uh, exactly all along the lines of what Bhagavat Ramanuja had prescribed as as the uh, the style of how you should pray, how each uh, ritual should be conducted. So that is coming down from, uh, not now, but over a thousand years ago. So, uh, and Swamiji is the guru and, uh, you know, fortunately we had a good group of, uh, we have a fo gr great group of uh, local volunteers who are uh, putting uh, really uh, incredible effort to uh, the running of the temple. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and, and Swamiji's uh, two key mottos are serve all beings as service to God and worship your own respect all. And that's one thing that the temple promotes. Mm -hmm. And also it's a place of learning. So when you come to the temple, we not only just do the pujas, but our priests take a special attention so that you can learn something and you take the same thing that you learned from the temple 
and do at your own home. Correct. So that's why it's a learning center. And we also have a Prigna Vedic learning center for the yes. children also as well. So yeah. and uh, we also have the uh, social activities there, such as, you know, like VT Seva, uh, where volunteering together for service, right? So that's another major event there where we have a kids meal program. So lots of great things that are happening there. Do you want to share a website or a phone yeah, number the, if people are interested? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. temple's website is www.ash. T A L A K S H M I dot O R G and the temple phone number is two eight one four nine eight two three four four. I've Stay been engaged. to the temple and yeah, I know you all do several community yes. events as well. You uh, have a beautiful hall. During the so, COVID, we never closed even a single day. Right, In fact, we right. started live streaming, we reached everyone there. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, gentlemen, thank you thank very you, much for yes. coming to the studio and sharing uh, all this information about the Statue of Equality. I'm dying to go see it when I go to India next time. Uh, make a trip down to Hyderabad. Hyderabad always has some tantalizing it things too. It has another huge statue in Sikandrabad. Yeah, of Buddha. No, in the water. Yeah, in Hussein Sagar. Between Hyderabad and Sikandrabad. Correct. I grew up in Hyderabad. Oh. Yes, <laughs> in fact, Hyderabad biryani is very popular. Uh, Jay, yeah. you need Paradise. To Paradise biryani. Paradise biryani. <laughs> you know him. I have known Jay for more than 35 years <laughs> really? now, almost, <laughs> ever since I came to Houston. Yeah. I've known you. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it's wonderful to be with you. Well, thank uh, you I so much. I hope that we can come back and do some more about Aslakshmi Temple. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Whatever else you the door is the door is always open. We, yeah. we look so forward much. to it. Thank, thank you. Thank you very so much, much Ravi, and thank you, gentlemen, so, for so coming. Two, two websites to remember. One is ashtalakshmi.org, A S H T A L A K S H M I dot org. And the other website to remember is statueofequality.org. Okay. Everything we talked about and much more, you can see the videos of the statue and, and it will be updated as we go. Uh, you can see the videos of uh, Modiji inaugurating the statue and his incredible speech this morning. Yeah, please visit statueofequality.org and thank, thank you. Thank you very much and congratulations once again on this yeah. great achievement. Take care. Can I, uh, can I thank Vijay Palod? Uh, oh yeah, of course. Oh, Vijay yeah, Palod, yeah. Vijay he, he, he arranged for this thing to happen. For this meeting to happen. And, yes, and, I will share and we certainly appreciate him. He's a, he's a gem of a man who's, who's done so much for our community. I've known him for more than 40 years. My gosh, you know him longer than I am. Sala <laughs> 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 Bagundi, everyone. Sala <laughs> Bagundi, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so all. much. Yeah. Uh, there was one question I had that uh, need not be answered because, you know, everything is uh, re related to nine, but it's Ashtalakshmi temple. <laughs> yeah, but, that, but there are eight Lakshmis over there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there's a good explanation for everything. That is good. Yeah. Thank you. Well, we now have to celebrate uh, the India's victory, under-19 under victory, victory, man. That World was Cup victory. Did it's you watch the, it? It's the fifth vict uh, victory of the World Cup for the under-19 teams. And uh, I did watch it uh, all this morning. And it was a tremendous match. Uh, quite impressive. I was and out most of the day, but I did happen to get to you know, see it, it right at the very end when they were like... yeah. How uh, many overs left? About 10 overs left or something? Well, 14 balls. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I, I just saw the oh, last bit. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but and Nishant, uh, right? He was playing with uh, Kaus 
what was the other guy's name kaushal 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 he was there for a little while yeah kaushal just and scored nishan scored 50 i know and uh, but the important thing was uh, england Bawa. was at uh, uh, f- for 70 runs uh, they had lost seven wickets really i didn't yeah. see the first so part okay so the last two uh, you know held on and the final score for england was 195 there was one guy who scored the 95 runs uh on their side yes 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 and on our side was mainly bawa who basically was the player of the of the match today right because and he took five wickets and he also scored like 35 runs that's right yeah. uh, so quite a few impressive uh, um people on our side and uh, ravi kumar took five wickets and bawa took uh, uh, ravi kumar uh, took four wickets okay and bawa took five wickets and kaushal tambe he's had one wicket okay okay yeah very exciting yeah so i think uh, uh, you know the, the men's team will be playing west indies next week tomorrow it oh, starts Friday. tomorrow yeah, yeah, man you're right you're oh, right come on. Yeah. i was <laughs> so engrossed in under 19 that i lost uh, track of when uh, right the matches and start and women ashes is also going on that's true right uh, so lots of uh, fun activities on the sports side and of course uh, next uh, sunday we have It's the super huge bowl super bowl so what do you think uh well uh, they're both great teams and they've gone through quite a bit uh, close matches to get to the super bowl mm-hmm. uh cincinnati has joe burrow as the quarterback and uh, joe is a uh, uh, rookie and uh, but he's quite impressive and mm. uh, on the other side at uh, the LA Rams mm-hmm. uh, have Matthew Stafford and Matthew has been with Detroit for so many years mm. and uh, he didn't have a good team around him so uh, uh, so the Finally. Detroit Lions never did uh, uh, that well but he finally was uh, you know uh, right time, taken right by place. LA Rams and yeah. uh, he has really blossomed over there so it should be a good super bowl well let's hope so yes with our man tom brady not in the picture after That's a long right. time <laughs> yes yes he retired uh, in an quite of unusual way there were a lot yes. of rumors there initially there was so much speculation yeah and finally he did uh, uh, issue a message uh, probably a tweet saying mm-hmm. that he was indeed retiring right uh you know he had a tremendous career he can certainly be called the greatest, greatest of all time right. uh the goat uh, so good luck to tom brady and a lot of people are speculating what he will do whether he will own a nfl team or whether he will join a broadcast team like tony romo mm-hmm. so it should be interesting to find out how Uh, and what he will be doing in, in the he coming years he says my football journey will now take place elsewhere <laughs> yes that's yeah. right and um, i bet you he's going to do both yeah yeah i'm sure uh but um, have you seen any movies or uh, uh tv actually i did I, i watched a little bit of the opening of the winter olympics yesterday oh, okay. yeah i recorded you know, it that was the the opening ceremony was was actually curtailed a little bit because you you see where that the place that they did uh, john lennon's imagine uh-huh. that mm-hmm. that whole thing that ice cube that they sculptured and everything it was toned down so much from the the summer olympics yeah at the opening ceremony and they actually toned it down because i guess they wanted to be mindful of uh, all this covid related stuff. Yeah, we watched it uh, from about 10:30 to all the way up to 2 o'clock. So it was quite mm. a long uh, uh, episode. 
they were actually showing it in the morning on Friday because that was when it was going yeah, on live it, in China. Yeah, it yeah. happened at 5.30 right. morning our time. And what about the rockets? Rockets, uh, you know, are uh, losing again. again. Yeah. So let's not talk about them. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll not talk about them. <laughs> but uh, I did watch a web series. So what's this about China um, continuing its political charade at Winter Olympics? Um, I don't know what they're talking but, but about. But let's yeah. talk about movies. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, I watched a web series on Amazon called Unassumed, Unpaused. Okay. Uh, uh, and uh, Unpaused was tremendous. There were like five stories, and they're all very contemporary, uh, COVID-related. Oh, really? And uh, each uh, about half an hour. Amazon? Yeah. So it's, it's certainly worth seeing. Uh, it's unassumed, uh, no, unpaused Naya Safar. That's what oh, it's, it's called. Oh, it's Hindi? Yeah, it's Hindi. Oh, okay, okay. So, all right. Uh, one of the stories is about uh, this couple mm. who are... Uh, uh, you know, they have to remain in their house because of COVID and they're both heavily involved in Zoom meetings and so forth. And then the wife loses her uh, job uh, as because of COVID. And uh, that's why uh, uh, what happens, the relationship between the couple, uh, what happens there is uh, uh, quite an engrossing story. Okay. And there's also an episode called Vaikuntha. It's about, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, the place of burning, the smashan. Cremation. Smashan yeah. Bumi. Yeah. 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 And this is a worker that's uh, uh, cremating so many bodies that are deliver being delivered in ambulances uh, in scores. And uh, the the burning takes place day and night. And his, the this person's father is in a hospital and he cannot visit him. And uh, then uh, his father's body arrives. Uh, well, he 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 uh, arrives in an ambulance, and they told him he's there. So it should be quite uh, obvious. No, but it was. Uh, don't it, give away there's the a catch. Don't, yeah, don't be a there's spoiler. A okay, we'll watch it. Yeah, so okay. do watch it. Uh, All right. It's and there are some movies that are getting released, so we're looking forward to those. Yeah, there's Gehraya. Gehraya, that's a big one. Yeah, that's with uh, Deepika Padukone, and, and also Ananya Pandey is involved. Yeah, and so it's Siddhan Chaturvedi. Yeah. yeah, and one just uh, uh, is streaming right now on Netflix is Loop Lapeta. It's for Tapsi Pannu, and it's got Tahir Raj Basin. I saw them on Kapil. Uh, oh, okay. It's Sharma. based on a, um, a European movie. I think French or German. Yeah. German, I so think. So she has to re rescue her boyfriend from an underworld uh, yeah. situation. And so. uh, then there is uh, Rocket Boys. Mm -hmm. Rocket Boys is about uh, uh, the Indian scientists who created... Vikram the, Sarabhai uh, and Dr. Homi Bhaba. Yeah. That launched the Indian space program. That should be interesting. That's also a web series. Right. In fact, you know... Then there's another one which is really interesting is The Great Indian Murder. I huh. think that would be a good one to yeah, watch. Yeah, I've seen good reviews of it. Yeah, it's being showed on uh, Disney Plus Hotstar. 
Well, we are uh, we're just a couple of minutes away from the end of the program, and this time we're not going to end with a song because we just we just over. Extended we ourselves a little bit. We talked and talked, 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 talked right? <laughs> and we hope that you enjoyed what you heard today. Because if you did, then we're doing our job right. Right, certainly. And, and uh, I really appreciate all the callers today. We had quite a few callers who called in and you know uh, shared their views and opinions. Yes. Right. So we're really uh, on the unplugged segment as well as uh, as well as during the, the regular, regular program. And talking about unplugged next week, don't miss Jyoti's uh, classically yours with Jyoti. Your, uh, she does. These uh, classical Bollywood songs, she plays them and shows the relationship between them and certain very classical ragas. Yes, and and so it's always been mind-boggling to me how she can figure that out. But 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 she plays some really delicious songs from the past. Oh yes, and the theme for uh, next Saturday is romance. Oh, yeah, uh, Valentine's Day. Yes, Yes, Valentine's Day coming up. Well, folks, we're almost out of time. Don't forget to to listen to us on podcasts. And don't forget that you got to support us if you want good community radio. We're the only radio of its type in the city. Well, probably in Texas right now. Uh, So this is Jawar saying stay tuned with us next Saturday from 3 to 6 p.m. Adios, everyone. This is Sanchali signing off. Be safe and enjoy the weekend. Right, it's going to be cold, Stay cold, warm. cold, and it'll, but it'll be sunny for the next few days. So, we hope that you've enjoyed what you've heard, and uh, we want you to help sponsor our some of the segments that we have. If you're coming on the show, please understand that we need your sponsorship in order to continue g- uh, going. So, this is Jawar. Stay tuned to us next week. This is Indo American News. Adios. Take care. This Take is care, promote. everyone. See Bye for week. now. See you all next week. You're listening to Masala Radio, 107.5 KGLK, HD2 